Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, I cover the announcements from Tuesday's Apple event and a little bit more tech, even some tech I'm using. I even have a story. So stay tuned. Let's get it going, maestro. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. I hope this finds you well, and you're having a great week. Now it's time for the neighbors to start uh, warming up their lawnmowers and aircraft to fly overhead. How you guys doing today? I got a correction here. The chip designer ARM has been moving into the server market, not the service market, as I stated during the last episode. Politics. Why bother? Let's just jump into some tech news. I've become interested in a product called the Helms Personal Email Server. It resembles a pyramid, at least the way it looks, and can easily fit on your desk. Having my own email server and domain name appeals to me. The advantages are there's no targeted ads due to content scrubbing and no interference from big tech. The server itself contains 128 gigabytes of storage, which is plenty of memory for a small email server. Only two things are stopping me from purchasing one of these units. One, they are sold out. And two, they're kind of expensive. Still, it would be cool for my family and I to have our own private email service, maybe someday in the future. Okay, let's address the elephant in the room. Here are my observations of the September 15th Apple event. The main things announced were the Apple Watch 6, the Apple Watch SE, the iPad, and the iPad Air, and the Apple One service bundle. There were no announcements about any Apple AirTags or Apple Silicon-based Macs that many were hoping to hear about. First thing up at the event was the new Apple Watch 6. The only difference in the case design that I can see is The Apple Watch 6 has a larger crown. I have no problem with the size of the current crown, but the larger crown will make it easier to use and also easier to damage. The display is always on, just like last year's model, but it's supposedly two times brighter. Of course, the internal processor has been upgraded, so the watch will perform functions faster. They always say that. Nothing was mentioned about longer battery life. A new sensor can read your blood oxygen level, but it's not continuous. You have to manually take a reading. This feature, like the ECG function, which debuted on the Series 4, is nice to have, but not a must in my opinion. 
A slew of new watch faces were introduced, if you're into that. New watch bands, which are one piece, were introduced. They look pretty cool. They are called solo loops and come in two textures. This will present a problem for those of us who would like to order online. You'll have to know your wrist size in advance or go through some archaic measuring procedure before ordering. Apple also introduced a feature called Family Setup, which requires you to have the cellular version of the watch and doesn't require a phone to use. This is aimed at parents that want to keep an eye on their kids who are too young for a phone. Well, I'm way past that stage of my life, so I wouldn't need this feature. And even if I wasn't past that stage of my life, I don't think I'd go for this feature. Apple also introduced the Apple Watch SE. This model is a slightly stripped-down version of the Series 4, and I predict it will be a big hit this holiday. The only feature I can see that it doesn't have that my Series 4 has is the aforementioned ECG feature. It does feature a faster processor and a brighter screen than the Series 4, though. I was hoping for more of a design change this year, but will probably upgrade my Series 4 for the Series 6. I will opt for a cellular version because I plan on purchasing the smaller model, really this time I will, of the iPhone next time I upgrade. My plan is to start doing more functions using the watch instead of the phone. Next up was iPads. The entry-level iPad got a processor update, but not much else. But it's still the best deal on the tech market, in my opinion. Now, the iPad Air received a major redesign and processor upgrade. The same design language as the iPad Pro line is used here, and the Air can share accessories with the Pro models. The Air is available in a multitude of colors and has Touch ID built into the power button like the old-style Sony phones used to, if anybody remembers those. The unit will ship with the A14 CPU, the latest from Apple, even later than what's included with the current iPad Pro, so I guess a iPad Pro event or press release will be coming up soon. The main difference between the two iPad lines are the Pros have a slightly brighter screen with a higher 120Hz refresh rate. They also have Face ID, more and better rear cameras, better sound, and more storage options. The iPad Air is also $200 less expensive than the 11-inch Pro. Oh, and the Air comes in one size only, 10.9. The Pro has the 12.9-inch besides the 11-inch model. The Air also drops the lightning port in favor of a USB-C port, just like the Pro lineup. Last episode, I stated I had no real interest in the iPad Air, and for the then-expected $150 price increase, I recommended just going with the Pro. Well, the Air's price increase was only about $100, not $150, and the feature set trade-off strikes a great balance. I think it comes down to what you intend to use your iPad for. If you are a graphic artist or an inspiring one, you want to consume media with the best sound and screen refresh rate? Need the LiDAR module for augmented reality applications? And like the convenience that Face ID brings? Well, you should go for the Pro. If you're going to consume some light media, occasionally watch a movie, of course using your AirPods Pro while consuming said media, 
Need a portable device for word processing, browsing, or checking email, or all of them? Want more choice in colors and want to save some of your hard-earned cash? Well, go for the Air. If you want a basic mobile media consumption device that can do almost everything that the Air or Pro can, albeit a little slower, not looking as pretty, save even more money and go for the basic iPad. Next up, uh, Apple announced the Apple One Service Bundle. They have introduced three tiers of the bundle. Individual tier includes Apple Music, TV, TV Plus, Arcade, and 50 gigs of iCloud storage. This will cost you $14.95 per month and save you about 6 bucks. The next bundle up is called Family and includes all of what the individual plan includes, except you can share these services with up to six family members, and you will be sharing 200 gigs of iCloud storage. This will run you about $19.95 per month, not about, it will run you $19.95 per month, and save you about 8 bucks. This is the plan I'm going for. Lastly comes the Premier Plan. This bundle includes everything the family tier has, plus adds Apple News+, Plus, Apple Fitness+, Plus, and 2 terabytes of iCloud storage. This plan will run you $29.99 and save you about $25 bucks per month. While this may be the best deal of them all, I'm no fan of Apple News Plus, and Apple Fitness is their new streaming workout service, which I don't need. Though I really have no use for Apple Arcade, my son and daughters will probably appreciate and make use of it, hopefully. Apple also announced the release of iOS 14 on September 16th, this is the first time that I can recall that the new iOS version is being released before the new iPhone. So that was kind of weird. All in all, not much of an Apple event in my opinion. Next up, Oracle seems to have won the TikTok war. The two companies will partner up and, along with maybe Walmart, this will allow the popular app to continue being used in this country instead of being banned. I win for those that use the app. Myself, I couldn't care less. I do know that during the height of the COVID pandemic, when hospitals were supposedly overwhelmed with cases, many doctors and many nurses put out TikTok videos of them dancing away. You know, those videos made me think that many female nurses secretly want to be strippers. That's just my opinion. Tech I'm using. Well, one great thing, at least for me, that's come out of the Sprint T-Mobile merger is that you can roam on each other's towers. My phone was basically a paperweight once indoors at my work location using just a T-Mobile service. Now, I actually have service inside, something I haven't had since switching from AT&T. So, at least I got that out of that merger. I'm waiting for my next bill to see what happens then. Also, I received the firmware update for the AirPods Pro. I haven't put the new features, spatial audio and instant switching between devices to work yet. And I'll let you know when I do. So stay tuned, kids. Entertainment news. Well, more of my opinion. Hollywood is dead, but they just don't realize it yet. 
because of the ever-increasing virtue signaling and wokeness of their movies, studios like Canal Plus are starting to eat Pato Woods lunch, at least for me. And thanks to the new inclusion rules implemented by the Motion Picture Academy for Best Picture Oscar consideration, your favorite actors will be looking for work somewhere else. Comedian Bill Maher had the best line, The Best Picture Oscar category should be renamed Most Worthy Picture. Go woke, go broke, young man. May a couple this with Disney's self-described, quote, love letter to China, unquote. The live-action adaptation of the successful animated film Mulan, which has flopped in both the domestic U.S. market and the Chinese market, which it was tailored for, and you'd think the message would be clear. Keep sucking at that Chinese teat, guys. I know that money tastes great right now. Perhaps eventually you can relocate to that country. And you can take all your degenerate people and ways with you. And this is just my opinion. Okay, we have some podcast news. The New York Times is launching an opinion-based podcast called Sway. Well, I'm sure we all know which side of the ideological divide this show will fall on. Other news. Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Oprah are set to launch individual podcasts next month. The Clintons will be hosted on iHeart, while Oprah will be on Apple. Note that the Clintons will be hosting their own separate shows. Now, if Bill's show was about his philandering, I'd be sure to listen to it. As for Hillary... No, thank you. I heard enough of her over the years. Oprah? Yeah, she's a no-go for me also. But you see what I mean about famous people launching podcasts? I guess you have to find a niche to be somewhat successful these days. Megyn Kelly, the former Fox and NBC news personality, has founded her own, and I highlight, independent podcast network. The network is called the Devil May Care Network, and the first show to be released is the Megan Kelly Show. I think this first show releases next week. According to Inside Podcasting, Ms. Kelly promises the show will be free of corporate overlords and BS. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing this and other shows on this network. I just hope it's just not more of the same. Well, one good thing, at least the network is independent, at least for now. Well, I've got a short story time this week. Last week, my wife, son, and I took a road trip to Niagara Falls, which is, of course, located on New York's border with Canada. Though people had told us that the view was better on the Canadian side, we were unable to cross the border due to the pandemic. The falls were impressive on the New York side nonetheless. On the way up to Niagara Falls, we stopped off in Rome, New York, former home of Griffiths Air Force Base. I was stationed there many years ago and was curious to see what had changed since the base had closed. The downtown area of the city basically looked the same as I'd remembered it. Me and the family visited Fort Stanwix, which was renamed to Fort Schuyler when it was occupied by the colonialists. That's a history lesson there, but it's known as Fort Stanwix. When I visited the fort back in my misguided youth, it was manned by a bevy of character actors. 
This time, only a lone tour guide and one character actor were on hand. My son and wife enjoyed themselves nonetheless, and so did I. We then took a ride through the old site of the Air Force Base. The only thing left from my old duty station was one hangar and a B-52 Stratofors fortress on static display. All other structures were gone. We then visited two of the three residences I had lived in during my stay there. I couldn't locate the third residence for some reason. Maybe it's not there any longer. Later, on the way back home, we stopped by Cooperstown in the Baseball Hall of Fame. The museum is interesting, especially if you like baseball. You can spend hours and hours looking at the various displays. All in all, it was a great post-COVID lockdown trip. Okay, here comes my rant. It's not political. Well, on the drive through line of my local McDonald's the other day, some slapomatic started up his late model Mustang GT, and the pipes obviously were modified to be so loud that a semi-truck going full bore would sound like a Tesla compared to this car. I immediately wanted to get out of my vehicle and punch this guy in his fat head. Of course, these days, though this idiot is the one breaking the law and negatively affecting all around him, I'd be the bad guy. Today, the law protects idiots. My ears are still ringing by the assault on them. Does this moron really need attention this badly? The younger, I'd estimate this loser to be in his 30s, men these days are really lost, in my opinion. Episode 47 is in the can. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you. I hope you found it worthwhile. You can always contact me at ofntpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me how much I suck and suggest how I can improve this excuse of a show. I'd love hearing from you. So be safe and I'll see you next week. And remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. And I'd like to watch you get off my lawn right now. Take care, guys. I'm out of here. of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget 
Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.